You're listening to the Mariah Report. Back inside. to let myself go a lot more on this album as far as being a lot more raw, letting a lot more of my true influences come out and being there really intricately involved with, you know, every stage of the song, production-wise, writing, vocal arrangements. And, you know, I feel that I let myself come across a lot better and a lot more, I was a lot more free on this album. So, I mean... Was it more fun? Definitely more fun. Suppose it doesn't do as well then it doesn't do as well and there's nothing I can do about it. I think that I have to just continue to do music that I can be proud of and that's real and that will stay around for a while. Welcome back. I'm Martin Burgess. I'm Dan Enriquez. It's back in time. It's still 1991. We're still eight years old. Yes, exactly. Can you imagine it? Are you nine by now? I think maybe I'm nine by now. Well, let's see. Today we are talking about Can't Let Go, the number two single from here. It's so odd because it went to number two on the Billboard Hot 100, but it's also the second single. So it's like two, two, two. It's all twos. Uh-huh. Um, so this came out in October of 1991. So I was, I was nine years old. October. I'm still eight by a, by a thread. Yeah. <laughs> One more I'm, month. Yeah, eight. I'm nine. <laughs> okay. Wait, am I older than you? A few months. I think you're just earlier in the year. No, I think I'm like 10 months older than you. When's your birthday? January. Yeah, I'm November. Okay, so I'm 10 months older than you. But the same year. Same year, though. Yeah. But I'm, how am I nine years old here? Because I'm 10. Wait, what year is it? I mean, I'm 1991. <laughs> We're trying to do math. I know. Don't get us doing math now. No, you know? um, no you're 10. No, you're nine. No, I'm nine. You're nine. Because I'll be 10 in January of 1992. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, Same. so I'm nine. I'm eight. You're, you're late Still eight. eight. Um, yes, got late, it. Got I'm late it. eight. <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk, last week we talked about the Emotions album yep. a little bit overall, and also the single, mm-hmm. Emotions, mm-hmm. which was her fifth single, so now this is her sixth single. Do you know what we didn't talk about? What did we not talk about? The cover art. <gasps> we sure didn't. How dare we? Now, to me, it's very like Wizard of Oz, black and white. Oh, really? Sepia toned. Okay, very sepia tone, but I wouldn't say black and white. No, but like, but you know, definitely, not colored. It's not natural colored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But also, like, the background is kind of like a storm is coming over. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. The wind is blowing in something. Uh-huh. Well, the, I think this photo shoot took place on a beach or in some sand dunes or mm. something like that. Mm. I love it. I thought this was like, you know, thinking back now how old Mariah was. hmm She was a child. Yeah. And she's, like, giving me all this, like... Maturity. Maturity, like <laughs> yeah. this grown woman. You yeah. know what I mean? I thought this was so sophisticated. The whole look. Um, 
So the Emotions album single cover, I thought was just great. Like that pose, mm-hmm. it was, It's. I mean, it's very 1991, but it's also very like, wow. The hair flowing. Yeah. She just, looks like she's having fun. Yeah. You know, it's very, it, it gives off the vibe of the first single, Emotions. Yep. Mm-hmm. Does. I'm a fan. It's cute. It is cute. I love it. I love the inside booklet, everything. Yep. All the thank yous, all that kind of stuff. I love that it has all the lyrics in it. It's one of those that folds out. Yeah. You remember those? What do you think of the brown motif? I think it works. I think it works again because it sort of sets the mood for the era in terms of like when you look at the Emotions music video. Uh Like this sort of goes hand in hand with that a little bit. Yep. You know what I mean? Like that fun and that's like, you know, different colors. It's all, it all looks mm-hmm. like it's supposed to go together. So mm-hmm. I think it was good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Can I go? All right. The second so, single. It, now, here's what I always find interesting about this particular single. Mm-hmm. It's the second single and the first single of her, hers that doesn't go number one. So it mm-hmm. peaks at number two, which is still outstanding. Mm-hmm. But there is also this thing, and I think we talked about it a little last week, about how people did not really like, she. they thought she was overusing her high note mm-hmm. and um, that it was too much of a gimmick or something like that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So on the album version, you'll get all the high notes, you'll get all the intro and everything. for the single edit, for the video edit, they cut all of that stuff out Mm. and they sort of streamline it. And there's, I think they're trying to present Mariah as, you know, a singer who doesn't need tricks, especially coming up after a song like Emotions, which is filled with all the high notes. Mm -hmm. Do you think that was a a good tactic that they they went with? Um, Was there, okay, the question is, was there high note overload happening? I guess off emotions and you're not used to it and no one else is doing it. Maybe emotions was kind of shocking. I I will never say there's high note overload. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but <laughs> I could see from like, you know, a record label marketing standpoint why they would make that change. Yeah. But I mean, did it really do anything to help the single? Cause it still didn't go number one. It still didn't, mm. you know, I don't think that affected or made people buy it more yeah well let's think of the all the singles so it was vision of love there's a high note in that right mm-hmm. what was next um, love takes time love takes time high notes someday high notes i don't want to cry oh not really high notes there not really no but a lot of people forget about that song they do and i only listen to the live version from the tokyo dome so 
Uh, here's the thing. The high note in this song, I don't think is, you know, over, like overly done. It's not no. as in your face. It is the it is sort of us looking more like uh, Mariah layering. Yes, it's in the background. It's in the background. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fine. But she does bring it to the foreground when she does it live. She does, which I think is a good thing. Yes, it works. Because I love it. That's a beautiful high note. It is. The first time I heard the song was watching it on MTV Unplugged. Oh. Yeah. All right. And that's a whole different version, a whole different rendition of it. Yes. Which actually I think is much better. I never play the album version. Okay. I can't say I never do, but if I really am in a can't let go mood, Mm. it's always the Unplugged. The Unplugged. Square of the moment. It's so stripped down. Yeah. And it's so, ugh, the vocals are just amazing. But that high note is perfect. Yes. So that's why I think eh, they cut it out of the radio version, the single version. But, mm. you know, I always had the album version to go to, so I'm not mad. But, yeah. But can we talk a little bit about the music video? Interesting. So interesting. Again, Mariah looks so mature. With that French twist? Girl! They... <laughs> <laughs> and that, but she was gorgeous. But it's like, wow, she just looked like, you know, a rich housewife. Yeah. That was it. I, I love, I actually do love this video. I think she's so beautiful in it. Rich European housewife. Yes. Very rich, just, you know, around the mansion, yes. you know, black Seaside and white, black and white. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 I loved it. I thought it was so like, because you think like, okay, who else is doing what Mariah's doing in these days? And mainly it's Celine Dion. Mm. Like she's the other, you know, there's Whitney who does all the things as well, but like Celine does this real adult contemporary uh, ballads mainly, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Like Celine, up until this point, I don't even know what upbeat song Celine Dion has, Mm. you know, in the early 90s. She's very ballad heavy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this was very, or you think like Paula Abdul, Rush Rush. Mm Mm-hmm. I think this sits right perfectly in the middle of what the other balladeers of the day were doing, mm-hmm. you know, visually at least. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's had an interesting relationship with this with live performances. I feel like after MTV Unplugged, she didn't really do it ever. Re- honestly, she, for real, she didn't put it really on any tour set list. Yeah. 
Um, I remember for the Adventures of Mimi tour, mm. sometimes she would sing little snippets of other songs. Yes. That, and she one time did a little snippet of Can't Let Go, which was amazing. Yeah. But other than that, we did not hear of this song ever. Mm-hmm. She didn't mention it. She, that was it. And so now in modern day, when she started bringing this out at, for the Butterfly retour- Returns in Vegas. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, she funked it up a little bit? Yes, and the fact that, like, she's singing it so many years later and she still has that same beautiful, soft tone. hmm No one else could do that. Don't forget when she was on the Triumphant Tour in Australia, in Sydney, she did an impromptu performance of it. Yes, yes. It was she, so oh, good. She did. I was there yes. for that. Okay, I remember that now. Okay, yes, yes, yes. We might need to play a clip of that right now. For some reason, the impromptu can't let go of the best in my mind. It look, it seems to be. It <laughs> seems to be the best time that she's done them are off the cuff, spur of the moment, and very stripped down. Uh-huh. But you know what that says to me is that if you can strip down a song and it's still better than like the album version, mm. that means it's a beautiful, perfectly written song. Because mm-hmm. you can do that with perfectly written songs. You don't need all that production. Exactly. Mm. So that's that's one of the reasons I love Can't Let Go, but also I love it because I love ballad. Mm. I love a good ballad. Uh. Can't get away with a good ballad. Do you have a great idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? You need to know about Anchor.fm. Anchor has created tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Add songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. The possibilities are endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never heard before. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so we can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Best of all, it's completely free. So take the first step. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, some of these um, 
songs. Like I was saying in last week's episode, like you, you know, there, there wasn't social media. You saw it, you saw Mariah on TV. That was it. Like Mm -hmm. that's, so you had to catch her. So I remember she was doing all the late night shows and she was singing, um, can't let go. You like, she sang can't let go at Saturday night live. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. But, and it, it had like that great band and everything, the music was great, but even that performance, as amazing as it is, doesn't compare to something like MTV Unplugged because mm-hmm. it's so stripped down and it's not as rehearsed. Mm-hmm. So that, that's why this song is so beautiful. SNL is a good one if you like that version. Right, because you know, every time she sings this song, it's a little different. She will switch it up just a little bit. Yep. Um, you know, and of the day, things like Saturday Night Live were, you know, what everyone watched, mm-hmm. as well as Arsenio Hall. Mm-hmm. So she performed it on there. I think she performed this and Emotions on there, like sort of to kick off the, the whole era. Mm. So this was another great performance. Yeah. Good. The thing is, like, MTV Unplug is just my default. Hey, I'm not mad about it. I just go back to it. I'm not mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a quick splash break, and we'll be right back. Okay. Rehydrated. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, and this uh, part of the episode, we're going to do our shuffle. Hit shuffle on the CD player. Yes, absolutely. So what song comes up next? All right, we have some options. So let's do The End of Time. Until the end of time. Love it. Cute. Cute. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the way you said that makes you feel like you don't think it's cute. I think it's a great song. I think it is... um, it has what Mariah does really well. It has a great build-up to it. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those softer things, but once her vocals sort of kick in towards the end, I think that's like the highlight of this song for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it. Okay, nice. All right, <laughs> shuffle to the next. <laughs> How about So Blessed? You know I don't love these these eras. <laughs> right. So I know you don't have I know you don't have much, but I I support you though. Okay. <laughs> and yes. everybody listening. And all the other people support emotions uh <laughs> loving lambs. Um I just think this whole album as a whole just gets uh it's it's underappreciated. Yeah. You know, and maybe it is because of some of these other songs like, you know, So Blessed Till the End of Time, where people really don't um, you know, especially if you come to Mariah sort of later in her career, mm. these songs don't really hit you because you know you know mariah in a different form Mm -hmm. as a different artist Mm -hmm. but i was here during these days so i was like this album to me from beginning to end is so strong and so solid but a lot of that is also just connected to my 
personal nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So, so it's fair. Like you don't have to. You don't have to. Nobody has to love everything. I'm not complaining. No, no, I know. <laughs> but you, there's reasons behind it. Yeah. You know what I mean? What is what is interesting about these songs is that you do see her starting to put down roots for her songwriting styles, mm-hmm. and you kind of see versions of these songs in the future. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Very much so. Uh, but now let's move on to this is one of my favorite songs on this album So Blessed that's a jam I love it I think it is just so classic it's just a beautiful ballad it's a good ballad and like you know if I think about like what you were just saying how you sort of see her setting her writing style here Mm. and then like we see later like maybe like a better version Mm -hmm. if I were to say this song is like a baby version of a different song. I would say like maybe something like uh, Whenever You Call. Mm-hmm. This is like, you know, her sort of testing those waters of that type of ballad balladry. But I love Whenever You Call. That's yeah. my jam. It's a jam. That's my jam, but so is this. So blessed, yes. So blessed. Another classic Mariah Walter collaboration. Again, she never sings it though. But that's okay. It's that's okay. okay. It's old and no one knows it. <laughs> that's why. It's, that doesn't mean it's a bad song. Okay, if this was on the Lamb tour, would you be happy or it took up a spot? I, I actually would be happy, but the thing is, she would have to sort of reinvent it because nobody, even though like I love this album version, when I was listening back to this album the past few days, mm. I, I love hearing this song. It's one of my favorites on the album. For her to do it live, I feel for it to be fresh nowadays, she'd just have to change it up a little bit because mm-hmm. some of these ballads are dated. Mm-hmm. And so I get it. But she, if she changed this a little bit, I think it would be magnificent. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, what about one more? All right, what's the, what's the last shuffle for this episode? It's going to be to be around you. Okay, now this is another great song. It's an upbeat. It's Mariah and the CNC. Mm-hmm. The and Cole. It's got a bop. It is a sort of a bop. Yeah. I feel like this definitely has, like, you know, if you look, like, if there was one other single released from this album, it would either have to be If It's Over mm-hmm. or this song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I feel like this, again, is what everybody was doing back in the, the early 90s. Yeah. And you could turn this song into a house club remix, mm. which all the clubs were doing. Mm-hmm. You know, this has the the energy and the bounce to it, and it's just a cute song. Yeah, again, she doesn't sing it. Maybe she can drop this one, like, in another song, mix it up in some sort of medley. Okay, I could see that. A quick snippet. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'd have to think about what she could do that with, or maybe she would have yeah. to because she's better at those things she's than I am. That's her job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave that job up to her. Okay. <laughs> but I, I mean, they use this song like in little cute video montages for some of her, you know, home videos and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was a, a very liked song by the studio, by the record label, and, you know, by Mariah because they were using it for things. Right. So it's it's fun. And it's CNC. Exactly. You can't go wrong. Yeah. So when we think about this album, it's all these songs with her and CNC were emotions, to be around you, make it happen, and, uh-huh. and you're so cold, but that we'll talk about a little later. Um, those were the bops of the album. So do you all find it interesting? You know how in the future, out of 1991, when... Fans are like, they keep saying, oh, she should do a jazz album, do a jazz album. Mm-hmm. Part of me is thinking we have jazz throughout. Well, yeah, we, we do. And we start seeing a lot of it here on this album, especially yeah. we were talking last week about The Wind, which yeah. is just straight jazz. Uh-huh. But a lot of these songs have that influence as elements, well. Yeah. So it just sort of, it skipped the next album a little bit because it's so ballad heavy. Well, I feel like the next jazzy moment is Chanteuse. That's pretty jazzy. Yeah, like straightforward. And infused into the mm-hmm. album like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree, but we need some more. We'll always take some more. This album showcases that she really can sing that genre. Yeah. And that she can sing a lot of genres. All right, so that is this week's musical shuffle for the Emotions album. Yeah. Um, Best Can't Let Go. Mm-hmm. A classic. Love it. Has anybody covered it? I think Kelly Clarkson maybe once covered it, actually, okay. and it was very beautiful. Uh-huh. Kelly Clarkson, if she can do it, like, she does it really well. Because right. there's some some songs, like, I don't, I think she covered Always Be My Baby once, and it wasn't as good. Mm. But I think she did this once, and almost, she had almost like a, a little bit of country mm. f- influence in it, mm-hmm. which really, really worked. Um, and then, you know, more recently even, her and Rick Ross sort of did a yes, remake of it. that's right. Mm-hmm. Can't say no. Yeah. Yes. Which, again, sort of like with last week, we were talking about Emotionless with Drake, and these songs become so iconic, and they're so um, ingrained in our knowledge. You mm-hmm. know, anyone who likes music obviously knows this song. And people nowadays can utilize it mm-hmm. because it goes over so many genres. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note... Let's go listen to it. Let's do that. <laughs> and thanks again for listening. And don't forget to follow us at The Mariah Report. And you can share your thoughts with us. We love to hear from you. Leave an Apple podcast review because that helps the show grow. Tell all your friends about it. Share it on your social medias. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. The Mariah Report is produced and edited by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Hosted by Dan Enriquez and Martin Burgess. Graphics created by Sean Marks. Theme music created by E-Reezy Thank you to the listeners who support the show on Patreon. If you'd like to show your support or for more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app.